With Christopher Harris. Kevin. Pete. Sean. And Mike. Good evening, <laughs> Mort. <laughs> what? Yeah, that kind of sucks. <laughs> and that sucks. But let's go. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, <laughs> wherever you are as you're listening to us around the world. Hi, everyone. This is We Could Be Wrong. And I have an opening rant. The op- Oh, before I start my rant, let me say, please email us at wecouldbewrong at aol.com. Also, email us at our old email address, people. I, I hear you. I understand. And I'll get to that during my rant at mysockeproductions at gmail.com. So that's two emails. It's we could be wrong at aol.com as well as mysockeproductions at gmail.com. For those who emailed there, I want to hear from you guys. I sent you guys emails. Some of you guys responded back to me. Thank you. And let's get this going. I wanted to make a rant about great shows that start off strong and then try to get fancy about great shows that start off for the people and then lose their way because they get, I guess they get overzealous or overzealous, I guess. Um, And I'm going to tell you a story. I had the honor to be uh, riding in a car. As you guys know, my my day job is a nurse. And I I had a patient that I had to go take. The transportation gentleman is a retired veteran who took us to Stanford. And... As we drove our two hours to Stanford, um, we started talking about politics and in the in the idea because I just talk about politics everywhere, but I do it in such a way where people feel comfortable. Uh, in the process, he, you know, listened to clips of our show. He got really excited. He uh, he had a lot of great a lot of great insight to share, and I appreciated it. He was an older gentleman. And one of the most important questions he asked me is, how do your 25-year-old listeners feel? What do they say? And to be quite honest, that's our weakest, um, uh, gosh, uh, demographic. demographic. Thank you so much. That That is our weakest demographic. And I've been trying to do backflips to try to obtain them. But we got to talking. We got to... Uh, we got to sharing things. He is someone that will be coming on in the future. I look forward uh, to to having him on as just a just a spot to, you know, give some of his thoughts. But one of the most powerful things he also said was, "I'm afraid I'm gonna get on. Someone's gonna argue with me, and then I'm gonna shut down, and then that person's gonna feel like they win." Because when you do listen to our show, you hear a lot of heated conversations, and I told them, "But the truth is, they don't win." Because what this is about is about communication. And if they shut you down, then no one's communicating because they're not changing your mind. And that's the problem with our politics and our ideologies. We're, it's like a sports. Like we're like sports fans now. Anything for our team to win. The truth is this is about communicating. Uh, I'll be reaching out to some of our old panelists. John Talley, I believe you're still listening to us. I'll reach out to you because I deserve to give you a call. Uh, Sun Tzu, same thing to you. I'll be reaching out to you because we need to talk. And the whole purpose of my little rant here is that this podcast was for the people, by the people. And I sort of lost sight of that. We all deserve a plate here at the table. We all deserve to eat. We all deserve to share. So 
email us at mysockadeproductions or email us at we could be wrong at aol.com and let's open up the floor and let's begin mike would you like to take lead and giving some of your thoughts about the trial in georgia as well as the written house trial oh okay um I'll start with Rick. Let's do one at a time, maybe, you know, because yeah. it, people are going to want to opinionate about both. I did not like the verdict. I think the the DA did a very crappy job of presenting a case. Um, let me be clear. The initial case was first-degree murder, which I thought was a joke. It, by no stretch was it first-degree because that would have meant he planned to go there and shoot someone and I don't believe that's the case at all but where I have difficulty finding him innocent is two things number one I don't think you can carry a weapon into a violent situation and then turn around and claim self-defense I just I just don't see how that washes if you're minding your own business if he was doing what they said he was doing and washing, just, just washing graffiti off of the walls and people came up to him and attacked him, then that would be self-defense. But for him to go deeper into the fray of violence um, and then all of a sudden go, what? But they, you know, I, 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 I didn't know that I was gonna, there was going to be violent confrontations. Uh, I, I have a, that's really difficult for me. And then the second part of that is, and my son brought this up talking to me and he said one of the, the other things that the DA didn't do a very good job with in his mind was putting the police on the stand and questioning them about the, the about Rittenhouse and what he was doing there. In other words, the questions would have been something along the lines of, do you want people to come from other states or other communities carrying guns into this situation? Do you want that? And of course, their answer would have been, well, no, no, no. But they did seem to give that impression that it wasn't, you know, harmful to the situation. But that would have been an area that I really would have pushed hard on, um, you know, to make the police clarify to the jury that, no, we don't want these guys doing this kind of thing. We don't want them coming into our neighborhood with guns because that's not the way to solve the problem. That's going to make the problem worse. And yet that wasn't even mentioned. So those are the well, two areas that I have. It, it was kind of a mixed message. Uh, the cops were throwing the guys uh, water bottles and saying actually that they appreciated them being out there. They felt like, I mean, they were kind of watching their back in some sort of way. And, and they let uh, Kyle Rittenhouse like cross the police barriers like multiple times uh where other people were not getting through with a with a gun with a gun yeah with with a gun i mean yeah even so right after he shot all those people he ran down the street and he was um surrendering himself to the cops and the cops just went by him uh you know over to where he had just shot people thinking they're like that is where the chaos was going that's where they needed to be and you know no one else even you know followed up and got him where he was trying to surrender. He ended up uh, driving to the police station the next day. Yeah, I, I would have, uh, to me, best case scenario for a verdict would have been something like malicious mischief, uh, some form of manslaughter, 
Um, I believe he should have served two or three years in jail, something along that line, because he did kill two people. And I just, I just, I'm, I just cannot accept self-defense as a, as a, as a legitimate reason to do what he did. But the fact is that self-defense was the winning verdict in that. Right. True. So, well, so I I do want to ask: At what point do you give up the right to self-defense? I think that's like maybe when you are committing a crime. I think uh, when they threw out the gun charge and when they made it clear that it was legal for him to like have possession of that weapon at that time. Um, what winds up happening is because he's not committing a crime. And then I think they had like one of these guys just on video threatening him saying, I'm going to get you alone and kill you. And then that was the first guy that actually was chasing him. And so what, what you wind up having is an abundance of evidence that says that uh, while he was very dumb in being there uh, and maybe the police don't want him there, he had, I guess, every right to be there. And so like, that does not give anyone the right to then attack him. So he didn't give up his right to self-defense anywhere. So uh, I, I, no. I hear what you're saying, but the, the, the gun charge being thrown out was ridiculous because it's a badly written law. The law by the statues of Wisconsin, because I read all the statues, said people under 18 are not allowed to have weapons unless they go out hunting. Deadly weapons include shotguns, rifles, nunchucks, brass knuckles. Well, the defense argued a, a further stature down that talked about them being able to go out with long barreled rifles. So if he had killed somebody with nunchucks, he'd had a crime against him. But because the statue was poorly written, the judge denied it twice, said, no, that's bull to the defense. Yeah. And then he finally said, OK, it's a poorly written statue. We're throw that one out to me. That's the one he should have been charged with and convicted of because that's the one he did do. I want to yeah, actually a lot sorry. of federal gun laws revolve around the length of the barrel and stuff like that. So I'm not surprised that that got so, thrown into the mix. I want to sort of narrow in on this because the, the truth is the young man's innocent and we all got to respect that. What we can, what, what we could do about it is talk about what we as fellow Americans and as citizens of our country <clears throat> should ask our congressmen women as well as our senators and everyone else you know what they could do to help us feel safer um no one had any right to follow that young man and threaten to kill him or swing skateboards at him at the same time that man shouldn't have the right to go to a city not of his home or a state not of his home to go his dad lives there his dad lives in kenosha so it, are, are his parents divorced? Yes. Let's take yes. it. And, and his dad so, lives in Kenosha. He was there visiting his father. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. And that's so, where the gun was held at his friend's house in that right, town. Right, okay. right. So yeah, he didn't like cross state lines with a gun. Understood. Right. Right. Well, the information they put out originally was just not correct. So they didn't have the correct my question is, do we have something that prevents people who don't belong in that state from going to a different state to go clean up quote unquote graffiti or whatever. Well, he, he belongs in that state. I understand the state. I, and yeah. I, and I, I accept that. But my question is, do we have something in the books that prevent other people who don't know that? Like I didn't know that 
from saying, well, this guy did it. Let me go to Oregon and let me go help protect businesses in Oregon. It depends well, on the state, Chris. Each, each state has their own laws on that. So I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think it really matters if they come from out of state or not. I think right. you know, local municipalities really need to be on top of like when there is a riot and declare some sort of you know situation curfew? where you can't. Yeah, well, there was a curfew. It needs to be enforced to the point where you're not allowed to bring weapons down to an already right. volatile situation. Like that just needs to be the focus. Well, and if he was 17 and transported a weapon across state lines, that would have been different. Well, yes, that would have been different. And again, we're trying to hone in on what is self-defense because it's going to make, you know, it, it bleeds over into other situations and other areas where, you know, again, if, you, if, if you're walking into a violent confrontation with a weapon, I do not see how you can claim, oh, I, Oh, I ran into violence and I had to use my weapon. Well, no shit, you ran into violence. No I shit. I thought he was at a you, peaceful protest. Right? Now, come on well, now. Well, no, the, uh, honestly, tell me. That, what was it? Was it, it a violent no. riot or was it a peaceful yes. protest? It was it not a peaceful. riot, but it was not a peaceful protest. Because no. there's certainly tons of video, like hours of video footage of protests where there's like uh vandalism being committed well, right. but they're not but is vandalism worth someone's life well, no and that's it's, where it's like exactly like absolutely not but well, you give up your right to defend yourself at any point no not when you're looking not. for problems because that's yeah. when you went over there looking for problems you well, took a gun yeah. over there Someone made a good analogy I heard and then sorry Kevin and then I'll let oh, you yeah. I know you're doing someone made a good analogy I heard if you walk into a bar carrying an, an M14 and start giving people shit and they attack you. Is that self-defense? Yeah, it's the same issue. You can't go into a violent confrontation and then turn around and go, oh, but I really didn't mean to be violent. Uh, if you didn't mean to be violent, you wouldn't have had a gun and you wouldn't have been there in the first place. Did the people that be- got killed mean to be violent? Yes, I think so. Well, so then yes. it, were just desserts given out? No, because look, because I don't think that you can go into a violent confrontation or start a violent confrontation or be a part of a violent confrontation and then claim that you're a victim, which is starting the violence. So let's so this is always going to be murky, guys. So let's not bullshit each other and feel like we have the proper answer because it's always going to be murky. Murky. Let's actually start moving on to. the case in Georgia. I'm, I'm trying to remember what the father and son's last name is because I don't want to call it the Aubrey case because the, the kid's not was wasn't the one that was, you know, he was he was the victim here. Let's start talking well, about situations. That's what, that's what like they that. said. They called it that because it's one name to remember. Same as the Rittenhouse case because yeah. there's yeah. one name to remember. It was easy for the public to know by those names. Well, I, I just don't want to, you know disrespect anyone you know what i mean in doing that yeah. but let's start moving over to there and then let's start talking about what we all talked about as a group with the pregnant woman and the motorcycle driver because those seems more clear cut okay i, I want to start moving there because with this the, the kid's innocent that's it it's over it's he's 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 good you know what i mean and you're you know and i feel the same as some of these of some of my fellow palinists feel i feel like he, well i think we all feel he should not have been there but he was there, and he had every right to be there. That's it. Sure. Uh, it's Travis McMichael and Jim Greg McMichael. McMichael. Thank you. So, and wasn't there a third person as well? Yes, Roddy yeah. something. 
Brian, maybe. He has a GoFundMe up. He he was the one who actually videotaped it. And, uh, you know, this is... Go ahead. The the ex-cop was, uh, I think, like, suspended from being a cop for being rather uh, hot-headed and abusing his authority. And he was... And that's why he was uh, described as an ex-cop and but he was still carrying a badge and doing things that he was not supposed to be doing. Well, the, the bottom line is talking about go on, go on, which copy are you talking about? Would you play that? The dad, was yeah, the dad, yeah. Oh, oh, gotcha. An ex, an ex, ex police officer. The, gotcha. Okay. The big thing to me is that they said they thought he was suspicious, even though they had him on video and they had other people on video walking through that construction site, never taking a thing. The problem is the other people, and to me, and I could be wrong, the other people were white, but he was a black guy in Georgia that was walking through a construction site, didn't take a thing, they had no proof of anything, and they decided to make a citizen's arrest. Yeah, and I think this is a prime example of where, like, property is not worth anyone's life. Right. And if you're escalating a situation with firearms, like, this is just not going to end well. Yeah. Terrible situation. Those guys are totally guilty of being morons left, right, and center. I mean, the guy ran out with his shotgun saying, come here, I want to talk to you. (laughs) I don't want to talk to anyone that has a shotgun. (laughs) You know what I mean? But, you know, what would have made this case murky is if, Aubrey had a gun and there was a shootout in the middle of the street. You know, that would have been crappy. It, it would have been very hard for him to claim self-defense, even though, um, you know, as it played out, it was clear that that's what it would have been. But if you had a had dead on both sides, I don't, or, yeah. you know, if he had been shot and he had maybe killed somebody, he, he might've went to jail. Look, I think he would much rather be, uh, and this is why I'm a wholehearted advocate of carrying guns. He would much rather be in jail right now than I think where he is. And right. it's, you know, I wish he was carrying the biggest gun possible. So, you know, but he, he would have got life probably because he's black. Uh, that's fine. But he better be judged by 12 than carried by six. There's another theme going on, right? There's another theme going on, and I, I you know, I, I quickly want to bring in the case of a female uh, motorist who was well, pregnant. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Before you go. Yeah, before you go. Uh, do you know uh, the DA in Alabama is getting charged because she was actually not going to bring any charges yes, against um, the McMichaels? And I think it delayed for like two or three months until I guess public pressure or whatever yes. ended up moving forward. And now she is getting um, uh, charged with obstruction of justice. Yes, it that was is George, and I think it was Roddy's video that got leaked because yep. he had he's the one that made that video. Yeah. Once that got out, is when pressure went boom through the roof. That was his lawyer trying to save him. By the way, that's how that happened. His lawyer leaked it. His defense lawyer trying to save him. Because I think this thing looked really bad all the way around. Unfortunately, it did not save that guy at all. You know. Um, now, I wanted to move on to another case that happened in Florida where a pregnant female motorist, uh, I guess there was an altercation that happened between her and a motorcyclist. And she ended up bumping on purpose, witnesses say, to the motorcyclist. 
then went to her home where the motorcyclist followed her. And another back and forth happened. She went into her house, got her gun, came out of her house with her gun, pointed at the motorcyclist and the motorcyclist who carries a gun, shot her dead, and her fetus died with her. No charges were brought up to the motorcyclist because he was standing his ground. Well, and she started the confrontation with a deadly weapon, the car, running into him. Yes. Well, Absolutely, she, she bumped him. She, I, I, I wasn't really... she a gun first, too. Yeah. Well, she went inside her house. Now, again, this is something that's very interesting, too, because we, like, none of us were there to find out what happened to even cause her to bump the dude in the motorcycle. But obviously, ro- road rage is something that happened for a fact on either side. Yeah. And then yeah. we don't know if the guy got pissed off and was wanted to tell her a thing or two, or if he just wanted to get her insurance information. We don't know. But what we but there's one thing that runs through all three of these cases, and that is us as fellow Americans, we're all freaking hotheads. We no longer take the time to breathe and count to ten. And everyone thinks that they're the king of their own thing or queen of their own thing. Does that make sense? That does. Am I confusing anyone when I say that? Because I, I could clarify. Well, not in that them. case. Not in that case. I don't think. I on mean, which one? She tried to on the motorcycle one. Well, again, we know she bumped him. I don't know. If she tried to kill him, run him over. No one knows. None of that even matters. The only thing is, yeah, is, that, I, is that she pulled you, a gun on him. Well, yeah. again, well, when you're riding a bike, a motorcycle. I mean, if somebody tries to bump right. you, they're trying to hurt you. Oh, and of course, I would have well, been pissed off too. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that it was intentional. I mean, the motorcyclists know that, like these soccer moms with SUVs, like it's just they're they just go and they don't really have any awareness that there could be motorcycles around them, and you know, it, it turns into something like that usually. But why couldn't someone call the police before before anything? I mean, I. I, I think he was riding with another person in his motorcycle. For, that's from now, what I read. There was a witness uh, in a car, uh, and the witness saw the woman hit the guy on the bike, and then they both followed, and the witness was the one calling uh, 911. Mm. You know, before it, because, again, and I'm in no way am I defending this dead woman, but if, you know, I believe if I was pregnant and some dude followed me after I did some dumb shit... I would want to scare him off too, you know. I I, yeah, I might be do something dumb like that and, and call the cops. Yeah, well, yeah you, you should have right. So exactly, thank you, Pete. Right. You and actually you go cut to it. You inside the house and get a gun, and you try to intimidate them. That's you trying but, to. See, but see, no. but that's the thing. I, I I really feel that that our American culture is like we're like almost. It's almost like we regressed to gunslingers. Like we all went yeah. like f you. <laughs> you stepped on my shoe. You know, that's where the, the one go ahead, go ahead, Kevin. Yeah, that's where the ego part comes into it. If you listen to the 911 call, she's like, You followed me to my house, like, how dare you? Like, mm-hmm. now I am coming at you with a gun and yes. I'm justified because you followed me. Yes, did, did you guys see the one in Lubbock, Texas, what about the guy that was going to pick up his kid? Oh, yeah, his day for his day, and he was arguing with the wife because the wife was saying, No, you can't have him, even though court said he was supposed to. Her boyfriend went into the house, grabbed a gun shot at the guy's feet right in front of him. And then the guy went to pull the gun away from him. And he shot him twice in the chest. So did you guys see that? I did. No. I did. Actually. Oh my God. It was terrible because the guy was trying to get his son. He goes, you're keeping my son from me. Today is my day. 
I need my son. And she was saying no. And her boyfriend came out with a gun and shot right down. It shows it. It's a good video of it. Shot yeah, right it down does. between the guy's feet. And the guy came up to him. The, 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 the father came up to him and tried to grab the gun because he was feeling threatened. And he pushed him away. And the ex-wife, the one who was holding the kids away, shot him twice in the chest and killed him. Killed the boyfriend or the, the father of the kids? The father, the father of the, of the kid. kids. Fuck. Shot him dead. And it was his day to have the kid. The wife was just being, excuse my language, a bitch. Well, you well, know how custody battles are. They're like, no, you can't have him today, even though the court said so. Again, it's a terrible video. Here, here's a thing where like everyone takes it too far. <clears throat> now, I don't want to be. I, I, I don't want to take. A, I don't want to take away anyone's Second Amendment rights. But like culturally, we're 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 fucked, dude. We're 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 bonkers. Yep. Well, people need to be held accountable. You know, well, he, he will Second be held accountable, rights. right? He's, he's no. I mean, that's murder. Well, I mean, I mean, more so than that. I believe in Second Amendment rights. I told you, I have my guns. Right. But you know what I believe in? You know what? I have to have insurance to have my car. Why don't I have to have insurance to have my guns? Why don't I have to be licensed? I mean, I do. I have to go through a test and all this stuff to get my guns. But there's no significant background check. It's answering a stupid questionnaire and a quick background check. Why does it take me more to drive my car than it does for me to have my AR, not my AR-14, but my Mini-14 back there. And our state, California, is much more strict than a lot of other states. Yeah, by far. Yeah, is your only... Mini-14 legal in California? It is. I only have to have a five-round <laughs> clip, though. I can only have a five-round clip. And it's it's going to be, they're not going to be able to sell them much longer, which is why I went out and got my semi-automatic. I wanted to try to find an should AR. Should I go buy mine them. too, Sean? Should I, should I get mine before they stop them? Yeah. Well, the funny thing is they talk about, <laughs> no. oh, semi-automatic, oh. semi-automatic weapons. A 9 millimeter Beretta is a semi-automatic weapon. It's just a pistol. Semi-automatic means every time you pull the trigger, it fires. Okay, so let, let me sort of go, go back to um, should we do more before we disallow anyone to buy a gun? Yes. Pete, what's your feeling on that? I'm afraid you might not agree um, with that. No, yeah, I don't think so, no. Um, I think we do a lot right now. I mean, it's kind of hard. What you wind up seeing with the majority uh -huh. of gun crimes is it's prohibited possessors. Um, prohibited a lot of the tragic stuff is stupid people, unfortunately. So how do we stop those stupid people, or is there no way of stopping those stupid people? Sorry. There's no way of stopping stupid people, just like you can't stop the guy from driving down the street during the parade. Stupid well, people will I, I be think, stupid. I think they're getting better laws. You see they're going to prosecute. They're talking about putting charges up against that kid's father who shot and killed six high school kids and wounded eight. That no, he gun. killed four, wounded six. No, no, another one died today. Okay, yeah. that that is number four that died. No, nah, maybe. Okay. Anyway, right. anyway, okay. It doesn't matter. Okay. But but they're talking about putting charges up against the dad because the dad didn't have the gun secured. Yeah, that's definitely a, a huge aspect where people need to be responsible for their firearms. But yeah. I have a question for Pete. Um, I mean, and there needs to be some sort of enforcement if you aren't. I mean, just saying it's stolen uh, a lot of the times. I mean, you need it, it needs to be like at uh -huh. the time. You need to report it stolen and do all these other different things. You can't just, I mean, there. I, I don't know. There would need to be some sort of mechanism to prevent that. But are you, Pete, um, against, you know, like a driver's license where, you know, people show that they are competent and able to use a gun? Uh, and you know, kind of have to, and then once you're kind of cleared, you know, you're able. Yeah, that's to... a terrible idea. Yeah. Why? 
Yeah, well, because who gets to determine who's competent and who's not? And then I think when you put that in the hands of the government and then you look at the spirit of the Second Amendment, what you're doing is giving the keys to the city over to the very people that aren't supposed to have the keys, which is the purpose of the Second Amendment. Anderson, you were going to say something? I'm sorry, Sean. What were you going to say, Anderson? Uh, That sounds dumb. But why? Explain it. Just to say it sounds dumb. Because it's like, what if, there was an amendment for not getting licensed to drive a car. I mean, what's wrong with testing someone to use the gun? Well, I think he was talking about the confident. I think he was talking about the spirit of the amendment where it's like the whole idea is to make sure that the, the government doesn't get too powerful. And if you give them the power to regulate it, it's you're giving the keys to the drunk driver. Thank God there's not enough guns out there now to take care of that. Yeah, that is the argument that, I mean, there is definitely, there should be, well, the, uh, I think that's the idea that we were talking about a few days ago where we were talking about, um, is there like in the event, if your guns needed to overtake your government, like, would it even be feasible? And, you know, the thing isn't really even about firepower at that, st- at that point. It's really more about, you know, resources and logistics. Like if the, you know, grocery stores stop filling up, like it's, that's just chaos. And then you're not really yeah. talking about, you know, you know, firepower and ammo and all that sort of a thing at that point. Yeah. I think uh, what you'd find is that uh, the answer is undoubtedly, yes, it would be enough. Um, like I was saying the other day, we have more guns in America in civilian hands than the entire world and all of their armies put okay, together. Okay, I'm sorry. That's a pretty cool I got stat. a little yeah. confused. Are you saying that the civilian population of this country could take over our government if it wanted to? Probably. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like, and Especially in a longevity war, when you look at uh, what's been happening overseas, like, guys with guns taking pot shots that's how we got the country in the first place like you can certainly do that for extended periods of time the army needs food too they actually make their food from the same field that our grocery stores get filled from so like the whole thing is like dependent on each other and at the end of the day yeah there's way more people and they have way more guns and we have the power and we could certainly outlast the army absolutely well the army i think it personally, being an ex-military person, I think yeah, if there was not ever, the Navy. Uh, well, Marine Corps too, buddy. So, but I think you know, I think if there was an issue that, yeah, good job, Chris. If there was an issue, I think that a certain percentage of the military, if it was a real, real social issue, all the military wouldn't follow the direct orders and say, "Hey, this is not what my country is supposed to be." So, I don't think we would get a full <clears throat> U.S. military upon U.S. population, and plus. If you look at the gun ownership in the United States, a majority of guns are owned by a very minority of people. I have friends that own 30, 40 guns, you know, easily, no issue. You know, and I have tons of friends that own none. So I think it's, you know, it's, it's all, it's all perspective. I just, I hope it, it should never, ever come to that, but I just don't think that would ever be an issue. And then also, Pete, your argument that like we have so many guns, so we are able to keep them at bay, don't, wouldn't you go then, well, then why couldn't they start, you know, making people know how to use them for new ownership is because we already have an arsenal ready to hold them accountable. No, you would never want to give up your balance. That's just silly. 
But so we shouldn't want to make people he be just able to said use that's guns just safely. Silly. I like that. That's just what's, silly. What's a, what's a greater evil here? Okay, go for it. Uh, maybe this is for Pete uh, and maybe all of us, but what's a greater evil that, I mean, what is the bigger concern as far as owning a gun? That your government is going to become too authoritarian and try to, you know, completely run the show and take away your guns? Or the likelihood of a civil war of some kind, um, you know, which is kind of related to what's going on between the extreme left and the extreme right right now in America. Which is which is the greater hazard or, or fear? Uh, um, real quick, Mike, what, are you saying which is more likely, or which would have more damage? No, which would be more likely? What are you what are you what are you arming yourself for to really protect okay. against? Which one? Okay. Oh, uh, as far as like what are what would you be arming yourself for? That's kind of a different question, but definitely well, well, the Second well, Amendment I mean, is under, I would say that like the Second Amendment is definitely like, you know, under stress every day. Like there's constant assaults against it. There's constant bills being written. So like that one, which one's more likely to happen? The government coming for your guns. It happens all the time. It happened in 1986. It happened in 1994. It happens again and again and again. They so, come for your guns. And they and they got them in 1986 and 1994. They got them all. I mean, if you look at the buybacks and the limits and everything that was well, that's voluntary. Yeah, like you can't. No, a buyback <laughs> is not voluntary. Yes, at it all. is. You have to bring your gun there yeah. to get money. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me hold on a minute. If they tell you it's going to be illegal, or you have to sell it back to them, and they've never owned it in the first place, and they're gonna you're gonna sell it back to them at a price that they determine. That is them telling you if you don't bring this here. You will be a criminal. So which gun was made illegal? Which gun was voluntary? Any, you can't buy any machine gun made after 1986. You can't buy... And you disagree with that? Imported weapons. Yeah, absolutely. You disagree with owning a machine gun? You should be able to. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, um, I'm going to try to put up a a survey. I don't have a website no more. I can't put up a survey. Nothing. Sorry. Um, Um, You can't own a grenade either. Well, so okay, 1990, oh, 1994 was an assault weapons ban that um, yeah. d- that didn't – people were not uh, – in most states didn't have to give up their guns. They just weren't allowed to purchase new assault weapons uh, for that 10-year period, and then it uh, became out of effect when George Bush was in office. And how can you say something happened, but pre- your preface to that thing that happened was we have more guns than any other country in the rest of the world. So yeah, apparently we do. it didn't they, happen. Well, Pete, how did it happen? Then, if well, it didn't work. It, Wait, didn't, it, it didn't happen. Know? It didn't work. Hey, guys, what's up with all the no, loud voices? I'm kind of confused clarify, here. Clarify. <laughs> clarify that. Yeah, okay. Sorry, these, these things can certainly run congruently. You can certainly have the biggest pile of something, and someone can also have taken a bunch of it or, or prevented you from getting a bigger pile. Those things can certainly happen at the same time. I don't understand your question. Shall well, my question is, it, you gave... You gave two examples of 84 and 92 yeah, or whatever the years were. Okay. Yeah, there's okay. laws. Yeah. But, you can look them but, up. And, oh, Pete, hang on a sec. I'm not denying that there weren't laws, and I'm not denying yeah. that there weren't laws aimed at doing something about guns. But okay. but you prefaced the entire conversation by saying, we have more guns than any other, the rest of the world combined. So yeah, clearly, we kind of well, then then how can you legitimately say there has been a genuine assault on keeping guns away from American citizens? 
Oh, it's just a constant assault with how many laws? That's not working. That's not working. That well, because they're not, not being enforced. Because they're not okay. being enforced. And so that's, Sean, what do you have to say real quick? Yeah, sure, go ahead. So I got one question, Pete, and this is a simple question. What do you use a machine gun for? Do you need it for home defense? Yeah. Laying so you're going to have hold 50 on. people charging your Wait, home. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. He, he said yes, right? Okay. So that's what I'm asking. So, do you need... Hold, hold on, Sean. I'm sorry, man. I don't I'm mean sorry. to be rude to you. So uh, I just found out we can have surveys up on Spotify and our other uh, podcast um, formats. I'm going to have a survey up, guys. Uh, Pete, because I kind of feel like everyone's going at you, and I don't want you to feel yeah, that way. Well, you, well, yeah. c- no, come on, man. Uh, you, you're not alone, okay? So You guys should all want machine guns. No. I don't. Hold on. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I don't live in a Congo. We should have rocket launchers and grenades. Hold too. on. Stop, guys. Stop because this doesn't make sense. This shit is so funny to me. Hold on. Let's not laugh. Pete I feel. Like, Pete, Pete is like, yes, we do. Why can't I have yes, a tank? So, Pete. You can actually have a tank. Pete, can yeah, you, you can. help me write a survey for our listeners to answer? Can, you know, can, can we find a way to say this? Because a lot of our listeners don't actually live here in America, and it kind of sucks for them because they don't have the same gun freedoms that we do. Like us as Americans, we have gun freedoms that I appreciate. But I do, I personally do not want a machine gun because I, I, I just think it's too much firepower, and I don't want to be such a target that I need a machine gun, you know? But um, do you, like... Can How? I give one more version of something? Please, Mike, go ahead. Pete, see, so so when all this goes down, Pete, uh, and and you know the Wait, government what goes gonna, down, whatever, whatever it is in <laughs> which you feel like you need your gun, okay? No, actually, nothing over. goes down. The you government don't want anything over, to Pete. go down. <laughs> well, well, Pete, I am assuming you keep saying you need guns, you need guns, you need guns, you need guns. It's for the, it's for. The, I mean, it's not just. It's not just as a collector, but you're 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 protecting yourself. You want to feel comfortable and protected. I assume that's what that's the bottom line of sorts. Is that fair, or is that why? Yeah, you yeah I, I I like them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, but in a the, the scenario that I can see happening in society is there being a civil war of some kind. I I I, really, I don't I don't fear the government that much. Maybe I should more, but I I don't I don't fear them that much because because I. I'd be when the government started doing those things and I'd be on your side and a lot of other people would be too. I, I, I don't think we just lay back and go, Oh no, we're not. But anyway, so the other, the other one to me is like a civil war of some kind where people are, are, you know, just taking over and doing whatever they want to do. And see the way I see you and, and uh, Sean is you feel very comfortable that you're going to be able to protect yourself in a situation like that. And I, I just don't see how you think, I just don't see how it's going to happen. There's going to be roving gangs of, of teenagers, 20-some-year-olds 20 going through neighborhoods, uh, hurting people, stealing food, because all the food's going to be gone in three days. If there's a, this kind of a situation, the food's gone in three days. It, it, I mean, you're not going to be able to go into stores. There will be no grocery stores. So you're going to be in your little castle, and they're going to come in. To, they're going to go, hey, man, that guy's got fucking guns. He's got tons of guns. Well, let's go get him. Okay, let's go have at it. So they throw a Molotov cocktail at the bottom of your house and they burn you out. What now? What do you do, Pete? 
What do you do? I don't know, but what are you doing and in what that you, situation? I, I'm going to, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm You're going to invite them in and make them tea? No, I'm going to, my son. <laughs> they're going to have already cleaned you out. So I'll at least maybe. have something to defend myself. Okay, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to go. I, just, did you want an answer? Yeah, no. Pete. <laughs> did you want an answer, Pete? Yeah. Okay, uh, what I'm going to do, and I thought this through a little bit, I'm going to go to high ground. I'm going to get as much of my family together as I can, as much food, weapons, and go to the mountains and go to high ground and try to protect, try to form a. Did you just say weapons? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I'm not. I'm not against guns. I'm not against guns, Pete. I'm not against guns, but I. I don't. I have. I don't have a fantasy that I'm Rambo. Can I that do that too? Gun, because I have the guns to do that. So oh, is that okay? Well, can I be a part of that plan too? Absolutely. I'll bring I the guns. Can I, I would like to answer that question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no. No. I, I, I have no issue with that. Here's my here's my answer to that question is uh, that sounds like a ridiculous uh, premise and that will never happen. Okay. And that's why we don't. I hope it. not. I hope not. Okay. So I okay. So in trying to understand Mike's scenario, <laughs> the question is: There's no reason to have such a arsenal in your house if they burn you out. Am I? <laughs> I think I, Mike was saying if you have a lot of weapons, they're yeah. going to know it and you're going to be their target because they yeah, okay. know you have a lot of weapons. That's like, you know, just if you have a lot well, of weapons. Well, that's food, if he boasts, target. right? That's if he walks around town with his machine guns and shit, right? But if well, he doesn't do it. Now he has a lot of weapons. Or he <laughs> goes on a podcast. The rest yeah, of the neighbors. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I'm no, not but a, it I'm, was interesting, Mike. Oh, I, I'm shit. sorry to call you out on this. The most telling part about it was when you said you would get your stuff and you would get your family and you would gather yourself up and you would go somewhere safe and you said you would bring as much food and weapons as possible. Right. This is at Protect the same myself. time you're trying to lambast me for having weapons and saying that there's no need for me to have weapons. And you, no, point, I, you no, painted I, me I, into the corner no. of... You're going to stand your ground in your castle. I never said any of that. This is you telling me this is the scenario of something I'm doing. And then you're saying you're going to use the very thing you're trying to say I shouldn't have. So where are you going to get yours if you tell everyone that, that they can't have them? And how are you going to get them to protect Never said that. that. Never yeah. said that, Pete. Never yeah. said that. R but, real quick. Pete, I, I don't have the dependence. I don't have this mentality, this Rambo mentality that, hey, man, the more yeah. guns I have, the safer I'm going to be. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. You're going to have to do a lot more than have guns to prepare Absolutely. for something like that. Okay. that That's where yeah. we're on the same page. I, I mean, but I've never, never argued. I'll always argue for the right to own guns. I absolutely believe in the right to own guns. Are we clear on that, Pete? Yep. Always will argue for that. Mike, I mean, I understand where you're coming from from a standpoint that the rationale that a lot of Second Amendment advocates uh, use is based in something um, that is not, like, is very unlikely where, you know, the American civilian population is at war 
with the military or the government or whatever that scenario would be. And then based on that very unlikely scenario, you were talking about justifying, you know, not, you know, putting in background checks or some sort of training requirements and that sort of things. And so the rationale is a little, you know, uh, hyperbolic in terms of, uh, you know, defending against, what a lot of people would say would be common sense type gun laws. Um, But I I think where you guys might be missing each other a little bit, it's like, you know, any infringement on gun uh, rights, the way that Pete looks at it is over a line. And so from that standpoint, it's an assault on an amendment, even if it's just a slight assault that isn't working, that isn't taking everyone's guns away. It's, they're either rights or they're not. Well, there's a lot of interpretation still in that amendment, my friend. Yeah, a you lot know what? of interpretation. I have to agree with Sean because what kind of pisses me off is that, you know, right now, both sides are kind of looking at social media and technology and wanting to regulate technology. Well, I feel technology is just as important as having your rights to bear arms. But unfortunately, our forefathers, they had no fucking idea of television or computers. I mean, that shit doesn't even, it was, it was, it was beyond them. Or assault rifles. You know? So well, um, I think that they covered that in the freedom of speech, no? And that, that's covered. And that's where they don't need to have. I mean, technology is a little the, bit beyond freedom know. of speech, when, though. How long ago was the First Amendment written? Did they say that only 38 years people should be able to hear you? Well, I'm just saying, how long ago was that written? When, when was the uh, Marine's birthday? 200 and, yeah, 238 so, years ago. The same yeah. thing when they didn't have assault weapons when they wrote the Second Amendment. They didn't have machine guns. They didn't have assault weapons. But his point was they don't have to foresee anything. If they say, shall not be infringed, that's but you know, obviously a lot of our political leaders don't feel the same fucking way though right you know well, things change it's kind of like you know well, the position of see, the that's my bottom line that's my bottom line right there things <clears throat> change and like you know it's i feel shitty that we're kind of looking at p as a centric you know no, no. He's got his rights. He's got his rights. He defends himself very well as far as his right to own a gun. Well, I don't agree with him, but I respect his opinion. Okay. Pete, do you feel good? <clears throat> oh, I always feel good, guys. And Look, I, I'm not I calling feel... you a wimp, dude. I'm not saying that you can't no, handle no, no, your no, own. I'm, I, mean, okay. I mean more like um, I understand where you guys are coming from. You guys? Um, and some, some of the people yeah, here, right? It, it certainly wouldn't, uh, you know, stop me from handing a rifle over to you guys in a time of need. Will you hand me a rifle, Pete? I just want to be clear Absolutely. on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Pete, I do have a question. Um, so for the Second Amendment, does that mean that the federal government is not allowed to infringe on gun rights, but like so states would be allowed to? So if you want to live in, you know, New Hampshire and say they don't want guns up there, wouldn't <laughs> that be like the states' rights <laughs> argument? Look at him. Look at him. And they do that. Uh, they, hold on. Let, let, mean, them answer, let them answer, please. That kind of is the way it is right now. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I would say that that's not the deal. And it would definitely, on a federal level, like, that's kind of a blanketing statement there. Nice shot, Kevin. I, I think no, their interpretation. Like, and, Kevin, I'm from New Hampshire, damn it. 
Yeah, but in yeah. Oh, I'm saying like in Chicago, <laughs> you know, gun ownership is illegal or whatever it's going on. And a lot of people look at that as saying like that is not only does it not work, but it is an unconstitutional move right. or maybe an overextension. But I mean, if it's a city ordinance, I don't know. I'm not actually sure of this. It what is shall not be infringed. Is that like carry over to cities and stuff? Oh yeah, no, that's terrible. No, I think I think that's happened before. It's out like like certain cities. New York didn't they outlaw handguns for a while, mm-hmm. and then it was struck down, I believe. The Constitution that- gives guidance. That's why this whole Roe v. Wade thing right now is under under scrutiny because the Constitution and federal law gives guidance. State ooh. laws still overrule. Who said ooh? Who said that? That's not a, yeah. That's not accurate. Federal law so always supersedes state you know, law. I'm one hundred percent sure of this. No, yeah, that's why the federal uh, government can come in and raid your pot farmers out there in California because their yeah. laws supersede state laws. All federal laws. In, in, uh, in what some is area, yeah, in some areas, not all areas though, because federal, <sighs> the federal doesn't have authority in a, in certain specific areas. The state does. So, right. so, so that's again. why we fought the Civil War with states' rights. <laughs> okay, this whole conversation actually started with the idea okay. of <laughs> I was wanting to make a point that Americans have gotten to aggro, and yeah, because of that, that, thank you. Thank you. Um, because of that, I, I I had asked you guys, hey, you know, should we do more about gun rights? Now, Pete's like, hey, I, I mean, he gave a good argument, um, but can there be any compromise without infringing on Pete's rights? Can um, there? Can be? I answer that real yes, quick? Yes, because it's kind of directed at you, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Uh, and this, this is the interesting thing about uh, compromise in that sense, right? Compromise... Uh, you know, people normally think of a give and take in that situation. That's yes. definitely not what we get uh, when we talk about gun rights. What we talk about is making more laws that just kind of restrict gun ownership, right? So there is no real compromise to be had. You're either taking more liberties away or you're not. And uh, that's like, that's the, the shame of it. Okay, sorry guys. We have someone commenting on, on YouTube and I dropped the ball. I need to figure this out. So question is, is it restricting gun rights or making them more responsible? Well, what you have is the vast majority of gun crime. Sorry, guys. I'm going to have to in, in, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to interrupt you. Uh, uh, Watcher states, well, the right. Okay. Let me get there. Cause I have to, I, okay. Well, the right of the state will always trump federal rule. However, the federal government has a duty to ensure the protection of basic gun, uh, basic rights slash amendments. Can you guys please see my message? Sanctuary Article cities. Article six, paragraph two of the U.S. Constitution. Sorry, thank you, viewer. Sorry. Is known as the supremacy clause, and it yeah. states that all federal laws supersede state laws. So but, wanna... but they don't necessarily intersect though that's all i'm saying right i you know i'm with you yeah that, like there's like yeah, there's school yeah. boards and the federal government is not able to make right. a you know right. whatever make the right. states do yeah i get that i get that yeah. aspect of it so um, so let's be be careful about that because it's not like it, the federal government can make the state do things it's only within the realm of their authority as a federal government in the realm that. of their authority that is correct yes. they yes they you can't make a you know a, a nationwide you know school curriculum 
for example. That's or, not the, in limit. the power of the federal government. Yes, exactly. Or speed yeah. limit. Or speed limit. Fifty-five mm-hmm. mile an hour. They tried to do it. They, they said no. Mm-hmm. We're not going to allow you to do it. So the right, but uh, said, fine. If you don't want to go fifty-five, we'll we'll just withhold the the transportation yeah, funds. that's the. That's the only way they had they were able to do right. it. But yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. But uh, because but the reason that it's written that way so that the federal law supersedes state laws because they're like you're saying there is no federal sixty mile an hour s- speed limit. So then when the states make their speed limit, it's not like it supersedes it. Like the federal government makes sure not to make laws right. where the states have uh, the authority. Right. So th- therefore, the you know the supremacy clause can still work. And if you want to talk about federal versus state, let's go more current and talk about uh, vaccination mandates. Because you know who how, who gave the authority of the CDC to make the mandates that they're making? Because they can't create laws. But the federal government's doing it. Yes, under an, what they're doing. The, I think they're using OSHA. Yeah, well, under the authority of an emergency that's giving them powers to make that declaration. But somewhere along the way, that is going to end up in the Supreme Court to decide, hey, just how much power does the CDC have to make these rules? Okay, guys, our, 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 our viewer commented again. I really want to, I really want to, um, I really want to make sure that these people feel like they're being heard. Uh, this person writes, I see where you're coming from. I understand the point. This is a good conversation within the realm of their authority is what I meant. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was right on too. He just, just, just segre- you know, it's, it's a segregational thing. The, the federal government trumps, but it only has so much authority in so many areas. The problem well, is yeah, very limited. We have both different the, opinions on both sides, and it just they don't. Most people nowadays don't want to compromise. Well, that's see, that's issue. yeah, exactly, and this is why we have to have this conversation. Because there, I, I, you know what, Pete, I, I, I don't want to disagree with you, but I do feel that we need to evolve as a country, and I believe comp- compromising is a part of evolving. Well, I, I think he already addressed this point in terms of it's it never you don't ever compromise the other way and get any more gun rights in other areas it's always just smaller and smaller and smaller this goes for any right at all like let's take free speech so on a basic level you have free speech which means you can say whatever you want whenever you want now we have things that we would call compromises but what those compromises are are just limits on free speech you can't say like alex jones this time you can't say this at this time like any of the compromises that we agree are good compromises, right? Or good limits on free speech. You can't yell fire fire in a movie theater. That's a good thing, okay? But, like, we can't say that that's a compromise because what that is is it's a limit on free speech, and we have to acknowledge it for what it is. So we can continue to limit the Second Amendment. Just We can't just hide it under the guise of it's a compromise Compromise, because there is no compromise. Well, no, it's a compromise of not going far to one side. Alex Jones learned this when he kept saying, oh, 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 um, there was a hoax. The was a hoax. He's, he's gotten sued by two people. And this, uh, the court came out and said, sorry, dude, you can't say that. And that's free speech as a journalist. But Alex Jones is being sued and the court stood up for the other people. But Sandy Hook saying, dude, you can't do that. So free speech was it wasn't compromise. He was saying you have limits on both far left, far right, far top, far bottom. You have to be more toward the middle. 
And I think doesn't don't those freedoms involve a responsibility as well? That's yes, because that's part of what you're talking about, Pete. When you urge the way I'm interpreting <clears> it, you're acting like it's being given away, and I'm looking at it like, well, wait a minute. There's a responsibility to free speech, okay? And you have to accept that there's a responsibility to what you say. Not just, well, I can say anything I want, any old time I want. And if you prevent me from saying anything I want, then you're taking away my right to free speech. Well, I guess, yeah, but don't you have to be responsible as well? Isn't there a responsibility with that freedom? The comment someone made that I liked is your freedom should not impeach on my freedom. We need to meet in the middle so we all have freedom. Okay. I think I think, I think that was well said, and I, I think we need to move on from there. Yeah. Yeah. I I, th- I think that was well said. Uh, Anderson, before we close, anything you want to say? All right, He's that was pretty deep. That was pretty deep, Anderson. Thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> Actually, I was I was on mute. <laughs> oh, okay, that is the reason why. Talking a lot. Mute. <laughs> you know what? I do have something to say, amateur pros. Thursdays this weekend. Listen up. It's going to awesome be a great plug. show. Awesome pug. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Okay, guys. Um, I, I do want to talk about the Omicron variant. I do want to talk about that, but I kind of want to save that for next week just because I think we're going to go deep within that. What What do you What do you feel? Well, you know, the yeah, first, you know was, the first yeah, one was found in California. Yeah, it was. Uh, Bay yeah, Area, first one. We should wait till next week because yeah. we'll probably find out more information yes. about that uh, virus. So no, yes. let's speculate with no information oh. first. Oh yeah, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> That's what we always do. Yeah, no, <laughs> what done through the whole pandemic. Why change now? The, <laughs> the very first case was found here in the Bay Area. Okay, yeah. guys, ladies and gentlemen, please uh, watch one of our other shows, Amateur Pros. You could go to Amateur Pros, find it in Apple podcast spotify all your major platforms that's tomorrow and also please email us at mysockeproductions at gmail.com as well as we could be wrong at aol.com yes we still use aol.com thank you very much for those who watch our live streams and comments i appreciate you please tell your friends let's have an open discussion we will be bringing in other people and we're going to keep it simple we're going to keep it straight thank you everyone and i appreciate you Uh, Panel, please stay online as we log off. Thank you so much and have a good night.